0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Cumming, Georgia, it's time for Forsyth Business Radio.
1: And hello again, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Forsyth Business Radio. I am your host, Amanda Pierce, joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Dimitri Timplinski. How are you today?
2: Good, good. Thank you for having me.
1: We are joined in studio today by three amazing individuals and contributors to the community. We are joined by Cameron Marmalejo, who is the owner of Imagination Construction. Also, Dan Smith, who is a business advisor for Insperity. And Mr. Rick Strawn, who's gracing our Forsyth Airways all the way from Gwinnett. He is the president of Paradigm Security. Rick, at Paradigm, what do you guys do? You cut for more than just...
0: We cover more than just your assets.
1: Yes, and he's going <laughs> to unpack that for us here in just a little bit. First, I want to give our um, our listeners a little bit of a opportunity to get to know each and every one of you. So, Rick, since you're the OG at the table, we'll start with you. Tell us about Paradigm and a little bit about how you guys serve the community.
0: All right, thank you for having me here today, Amanda. Uh, I know we've been trying to get up here and get on your show for a while. It's nice to be here. Great studio. Paradigm Security. Uh, the simplified version is it, we do everything and anything that you see a security officer, which a lot of people call security guards out there. Uh, we do logistics security uh, for the trucking industries. We do hotels. We do uh, homeowner associations. Really, it's uh, we do exec- some executive protection. We do some work in the movie industry. We also re-
1: political right
0: yeah we do a lot of uh i have a show that's called case in point on uh, gwinnett business radio
1: every wednesday at 11 30 yep. every other wednesday sorry Every other
0: wednesday sometimes every wednesday depends on the politics uh right now we've uh do a lot of the politicians on that show right as it as the elections are coming up every year they they pretty much swarm in and uh, I like to give them a, a platform to to talk about what they're doing and what their positions are. When I started doing the radio show, we started doing it for the idea of bringing in more business, meeting people, and bringing in people that I can do business with, making the introduction, and then following up on it. And as it's worked out, it's about ninety nine percent either politicians or nonprofits. non-profits yeah because I love giving a nonprofit uh, an opportunity to talk about it, maybe get some people coming in and working. But it still is a matter of getting the voice out for Paradigm. Uh, We've been in business since 2006. I'm retired law enforcement, uh, retired as a white-collar crime uh, commander over in the city of Atlanta, uh, gosh, 25 years ago now. So uh, I spent 25 years there. Been out 25 years, and this 25 years has gone by a whole lot faster than the first.
1: <laughs> well, congratulations on your continued success, and thank you for protecting and serving our community.
0: I like to do it as much as I can, as often as I can. We have got we do our own training academy, before, unlike a lot of companies that put them out there. And if they stay with them for six months, train them. We train them before they ever hit the road uh, with, the, with the mandated training from the state. And so we have our own academy.
1: Very nice. Well, I have spent lots of time in facilities that you have secured, so I definitely feel at ease when I see the Paradigm cars circling around.
0: Well, I appreciate it. We've got 16, 17 cars now, marked patrol cars and about six golf carts, seven golf carts. How many employees is that? Well, it depends on how many I've hired or fired today, okay. or how many have quit. <laughs> uh, that's one of our biggest challenges. We try to maintain around 100 employees. Okay. Uh, it's very hard today because of the nature of nobody wanting to go to work. Sure. Uh, if we could, we've got more business than we can staff. And if we had more staff, we could bring on more business. We've got people that are waiting on us because they want to use us to bring in the staff, which is just crazy. Yeah. yeah. You're saying it's hard to remote work while providing security. You, on the well, everybody's remote, <laughs> but the remote under my umbrella, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're out there on different sites. And uh For you know, those of
1: you who didn't know who just joined the conversation, that was Dan the man from Insparity. Oh yes, yes. And the reason he was curious about the number of employees is because he provides a benefit service. Right. And of course. He, right. And I'm gonna hit pause on paradigm, Rick, because yeah, we're gonna reincorporate that into the conversation
0: yeah.
3: and
1: parlay, Dan. I know we should
0: up there. Shut up, move on. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So he can tell us a little bit about what he could do for a company like yours.
3: Oh, well, great. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. This is, this is a great studio. So you all done a great job here.
1: You know, I do have to give credit to all the logoed items in here. Mr. Derek Brooks from Brandywine Printing.
3: Infamous Derek Brooks. Shout out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, good, good. Yeah. Again, thanks for having me. So uh, yes, uh, Dan Smith uh, with Insperity and kind of broad strokes, high level. We're a full service HR services and support and technology company based in Houston. We've got over 80 offices um, around the country that are both sales and support. And, you know, to unpack that a little bit, uh, a little more granular is, I mean, we offer everything and help companies, small businesses, medium sized businesses with everything from payroll, workers comp. Uh, employee benefits, a 401k, and a full, you know, HR services team behind all that to kind of wrap that up with a ser- uh, full service service support. So we, you know, helping small and medium sized businesses uh, with that HR component where they can completely outsource it to us and we can handle that for them. So they, maybe they don't need to hire a dedicated HR person and we can be that for them. So, uh, and to Rick's point, um, One of the biggest challenges that we're hearing from our clients is attracting Talent and retaining talent, and coming up with ways to do that, uh, solutions around that. So it's it's uh, everybody's experience. It's it's, it's it's big deal, very big deal.
1: I wanted to ask you a question because I have uh, entertained the possibility of utilizing your services in the past, and I've gone through the like thirty minute, I guess, walkthrough sure. with a fellow on Zoom, and it was a very user friendly demo experience. You guys provide multi layers of service, not only for payroll, but you mentioned like the HR component. You totally absorb that tax piece that new business owners like myself know nothing about. Share a little bit about the resources that you provide for your prospective clients or for your, the companies that you're currently engaged with.
3: Sure. Sure. I mean, you know, it's built on and based on a technology platform. So it's single sign on. So we're able to deliver, you know, all of these services and support, uh, you know, through the technology platform. But then behind that, of course, you got the people component. And uh, we're very big on our service aspect. Um, we even have uh, two service centers, one in Kennesaw, one in Alpharetta. So, from a local perspective, we're very hands on uh, with our uh, clients here at Greater Metro Atlanta. Um, and again, it's it's the full full spectrum of, of HR uh, services support that uh, we provide a dedicated team to our clients. So it's not a 1-800 call center type arrangement. Uh, we provide you people, real people with email phone numbers to access and give you that HR support, that performance management support, payroll benefit support. So we have those uh, team members in place to help out. So that's kind of a, a quick rundown version of it, but that's that's how we deliver and, and, uh, you know, maintain the uh, solutions.
2: And Dan, what is your uh, normal target market for uh, like organization size? What do you
3: guys normally go after? We are any, I mean, minimum five employees on up to thousands. Uh, so we're, we're across the spectrum and, you know, in multiple verticals, we, we handle nonprofits or, you know, one of our larger pieces of, of business too. So we, uh, we help them out in a lot of, a lot of ways, but yeah, I would say, I mean, We're across the whole spectrum. What's interesting, though, is when you pull the numbers, our median, our average client size is 25 to 30 employees.
2: And that's what I was wondering is because, you know, uh, most people, you know, with five clients or with five uh, employees, they're usually like, well, I'm too small to really, to really, you know, to, to need the service. Sure. But once you start actually looking at it, like there's a lot of stuff that you guys do that helps out even small businesses, really. It's just because otherwise it's the owner or the CEO or whoever.
3: That's doing, you know, right that by hand, and that's what, and we're able to take that off of these small business owners, take that burden off of them, so they can run their business and do what they do best, which is
0: grow. I yep. d- well, I do have a question, and just out of curiosity, are you able to compartmentalize this? In other words, let's say somebody had an HR director that is doing a great job that they want that they don't want to get rid of, mm-hmm. and but there are other things within the within your realm of of expertise that you can deal with. Are you able to? Compartmentalize that so that only certain aspects of it can be coming brought in
3: right yes yeah there is there's is a way to do that we we uh, if, if you have an existing hr person or department we'll absolutely kind of back them up and provide uh you know support for them so they can do other things uh, within the company but uh but yeah i mean there there are ways to you know i, I, I are you kind of going with the a la carte
0: like can yeah kind of because i know i've got a for instance just with, with us, I've got a HR director that would kill me if I even talked about replacing her. Sure. sure. Are you
1: talking about Renee?
0: Renee. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> Renee, absolutely. we love you. Yeah, yeah exactly. We <laughs> miss you. Yeah, just curious. Yeah,
3: so we, we, we absolutely have so many clients that, you know, that hundreds, thousands of employees that we're just backing up their existing HR department and letting them
4: do what they do best and do other things within the company to help out. It's an interesting question, too, because I'm sure everyone has seen the Facebook applications uh, advertising, you know, you can hire an HR person for $80,000 a year, or you can use this service um, paired with some sort of software suite where you're going to pay some monthly fee. Mm -hmm. And so being able to piecemeal your services with existing software solutions, 21st century solutions, integrating computers and software, uh, it would be... advantageous i would think absolutely
1: well and that's a that's q mr cameron marmalejo and i am so glad that we brought him into the conversation finally as he is a small business owner dan so we can talk about all those layers of service here in just a moment but i do want to give cameron an opportunity to share a little bit about imagination construction about what you guys do best and a little bit about how you came up with the concept of your new business
4: thank you so much amanda and good morning everyone uh, yes, my name is Cameron Marmalejo, owner of Imagination Construction. We specialize in residential remodeling, but just a little bit about myself and a little bit about my background. It is in software. Prior to uh, working in software development in Silicon Valley, I served in the military, the Air Force, fly, fight, and win. Thank I, you for your service. Absolutely. I'd do it all okay. over again if I could in a heartbeat. But so that's that's sort of my background. It's uh, military, DoD, and then after learning a technical skill set, getting involved in software development, software testing, and that's what we really try to do with our company now. Imagination Construction. My partner and I, we try to take something that has existed all throughout time. You know, the uh, building any any type of structure has been around for thousands of years. But it's about leveraging. 21st century processes, efficiencies, software applications, and taking those things and being able to to provide a better quality service to the client. And that's what we try to do at Imagination Construction. Our motto is imagination is the first step and so we aim to deliver a full process if if desired of course we have clients that know exactly what they want they see something on house or pinterest and they say you know I want this in my living room I want I want this kitchen we love those clients we also have clients that don't really not really sure what they want and in those cases we we love having those customers as well because we get to get in there we get to brainstorm intimately involved in the design process from Beginning to end, or from uh, conception to fruition, as Amanda has said before. <laughs> so we love those clients as well. We can come in at any stage of the process and deliver a, a service and and a product that that we know our people in our in our Forsyth community and in uh, Fulton community love.
0: But y'all love people like my wife that watches HGTV and. Comes up with all these ideas of what they want, and they say, "I think I want to try this to get it done." Rick,
1: that's what Pinterest is
0: absolutely. basically. Like that's
1: HGTV today.
4: Pinterest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get it, we get a lot of that. Sometimes uh, the inbox is flooded with different ideas, pictures, and, and and we absolutely love that. But at the same time, we like to have to get in there and on the design side, you know, oftentimes we'll get a client that'll say, "Well, you know, what's popular right now?" Mm-hmm. Um, what are you seeing? What are you doing a lot of? And so that goes along too with tracking, archiving metadata, understanding what jobs you've done in the past, keeping track of that, and so you know what is actually popular, what the most popular flooring, let's say, or the most popular colors,
0: whatever's trending for the day. Whatever's trending. Yeah. See,
2: so yeah, so that's what so I was, was going to ask you, Cameron. Is how do you use? How do you guys like incorporate technology into you know kind of differentiate yourself from? The uh, other, wherever, on space, Yeah, anybody, really?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have all sorts of different uh, tools and uh, so- so both software and hardware that we use. Uh, one thing that we really use that you don't see a lot of is uh, this tool called the Matterhorn, where it's basically a camera. It's a camera and software combination where you can essentially map out a space because a lot of what seals the deal for us is the fact that we can deliver 2D and 3D drawings of a space to capture what you have now then make our adjustments and show you what your space is going to look like before we even get started does
2: it look kind of like the joanna Gaines uh when they show the before and the after it, yes <laughs> yes
4: well and that's the that's a product unto itself and yes yeah. it's, we haven't went down that path but that's definitely something interesting to be able to deliver something that is very postable yep. shareable at the end sort of capturing um your remodel and you know this is and that would, of course include video, that would in, include pictures, that would include plans, drawings, et cetera.
1: Talk about some noteworthy projects because I was looking at your website earlier and you have some pretty high caliber projects that you've been a part of. So share a success story.
4: Sure, absolutely. well, we're we're in the middle of a full kitchen remodel in Brookhaven right now that's going really well. And of course, every product, or excuse me, every project has its challenges and setbacks, and part of being a good company is overcoming those. but, We've delivered full, uh, something that's really big right now is treks, decks. A lot of people are redoing their decks in that sort of composite. Uh, We do lumber, traditional lumber decks as well, but we've done some composite decks that have came out really good, and we've shared on our Facebook page, Instagram, uh, on our website, et cetera. And like I said, we're in the middle of a kitchen remodel. We're also getting into providing support for neighborhoods who have some want to expand their clubhouse say um, so we're in the middle of doing some of those over in, in Swanee neighboring Swanee expanding their deck expanding their uh, building an outdoor kitchen so we have a couple of those jobs right now as well.
2: What were some of the, like the obstacles and you know just making the transition from being a software developer into starting a construction business like how how did you link that together?
4: having a great partner <laughs> tell us give a shout out to your partner. Uh, his name is Jared Nation, and um, he's a master contractor.
1: Is that where the Nation part in your name came from?
4: That is where the Nation part came what? from. Absolutely. Yeah, Nation like uh, just like the country, and he absolutely has the technical experience, the expertise in codes, building, craftsmanship. Um, he's been doing it his whole life. And so basically what I brought to the partnership was a analytical and planning preparation and then of course leveraging my experience in software development and testing and that's why I think it I think it works for us that's cool yeah that's a good combination
1: for those of you who are just joining us, our three guests today are Cameron Marmalejo of Imagination Construction, Dan Smith, Business Advisor of Insperity, and Mr. Rick Strawn himself, President of Paradigm Security. And now I'd like to open up the conversation to the table so we can kind of uh, all learn a little bit more about each other. And we'll start with something fun first. And my first question does not go to Dimitri because this fella <laughs> does not eat french fries at Chick-fil-A. I don't know how he has the willpower oh, to I abstain. Not. <laughs> so... I'm gonna choose for you. Your favorite Sometimes. kind is Polynesian, okay? Dimitri's <laughs> favorite sauce is Polynesian. Rick's, what's your favorite Chick Fil A sauce? If you tell me you don't eat Chick Fil A, we're going there after the show.
0: I <laughs> eat Chick Fil A, but the only thing I eat sauce on is the uh, chicken wrap. Uh huh. And that is the avocado creamy sauce. Oh,
3: there you I go. go,
0: bingo. bingo. You used to like yep. blue cheese, but okay. they did away with it.
3: And so, yourself, I'm with Rick on this one. However, I will dip my fries
4: into the Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, I like so that. So, I like that. Yeah. Very so. nice. All good picks. I've maintained that Chick-fil-A, that, that, that's what sets them apart is the condiments. For me, it's honey roasted barbecue.
0: <laughs> I think I've dogged on you about this before something like, for it's for barbecue the yeah. something for everybody <laughs> and, um, so I just don't
2: know how people don't see it this is not
0: a sponsored
1: show by Chick-fil-A but we would love to become partners if anybody out there is listening on the corporate if yeah, somebody side.
0: wanted to just drop some by right now we'd uh-huh. be happy to try it oh, yes. yeah
1: absolutely chicken minis for days well yeah. my favorite is the buffalo because it's the least They're amount surprised. of calories and then also uh, I like the honey mustard so you can use those liberally yes thank yes. you for entertaining my yeah. banter absolutely so one common theme here at the table is business ownership or taking care of business owners. So I'd like to kind of just understand a little bit about how you guys get and give business to others. So let's talk a little bit about maybe referrals and talk about some obstacles and overcoming uh, reaching your target market. And anybody that is prepared to answer, feel free to jump in. Maybe Dimitri, you can lead because you're pretty streamlined. Dimitri yeah. does such a good job. He's like a cyber ninja. He doesn't have to do anything in the marketplace. Everything he does is for fun. Right. And all all his business comes to him because he has created such a stellar website. Tell our listeners what you do aside from being a co-host with me on Business Radio X.
2: Yeah. So um, when I'm not doing this full time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it pays really well, guys. Yeah. It pays really well.
2: Um, so, yeah, my... my uh, my main company is Alpha CIS, where we do managed IT services, which is you know we take almost act like a outsourced IT department for businesses. So kind of like what you're doing, Dan, with HR, we do with technology for our customers, and we focus a lot on cybersecurity. Um, we do a lot of, um, so, I mean, cybersecurity managed services and just the ongoing support for businesses, but. Outside of that, basically our main marketing thing has been, you know, I I pretty much don't do any real outreach calls, but, you know, we focused a lot on the content marketing. So kind of like what we're doing right now, uh, which is great for one, just even building relationships with, you know, sitting around here meeting, you know, three great guys who, you know, who knows, maybe you guys know somebody that knows somebody. You can help each other out or, you know, help somehow comes around, but The The SEO uh, value too. Yeah, and exactly. The the SEO value behind it is great. You know, the Radio X, uh, the website itself ranks high. So whenever you're getting backlinks or anything like that from these shows, it's going to really help uh, with your your main business. Visibility, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So anything, you know, images. And Amanda is great at doing the images and uh, posting things after the show. So all those are keyword tagged. So it will... It will, yeah, greatly. Enjoyable um, to navigate too. Yeah. 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 You know. And then, yeah. And, and so, site. yeah. So most of our most of our stuff just comes in from people just contact us. We post a lot of content out there. And, um, yeah, just try to rank as high as we can on Google. Now, Dimitri,
4: yeah. do you find that your new clients are more, they don't have an IT department and you're providing, you're actually going to provide them IT services that they don't have? Or are you getting more conversions from their provider. So
2: both, yeah, it's a a good question. Most of our is actually people who who already have an IT company and they're just not happy with them. And so they're, they're kind of already switching, just looking for another company to take over what they're already doing. Some of them are just people who are like, Hey, I'm just getting in over my head. But those are usually the smaller clients because, you know, once you get past certain size of employees, you kind of already know what managed services are and you've utilized them before. So it's just kind of comes down to, you know, I'd be
4: interested too how that would play into the insurance side, because I know that cybersecurity and insurance has been in the news lately, in the tech news at least. Now it's becoming increasingly a higher percentage of your budget you're having to allocate towards prevention of fraud and and other cybersecurity threats that are going on right now.
2: Yeah. And uh, we actually had a client that uh, not long ago, they contacted us. They were hacked and their emails were hacked, but they contacted us to kind of help get them out of the mess. Their lawyer was hit with a phishing attack. And on behalf of them, oh, they wow. sent something like two transactions worth of, uh, 400 and $500,000. Wow. wow. To somebody in Zimbabwe. Who knows? Wow. That's
0: usually a dead giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, To a prince,
2: probably. That
1: that brings up a good point. Security would be another common theme for the table. So you provide cybersecurity. Rick, you provide literal boots on the ground security. Cameron, you have secured our great United States in the past, and <laughs> you, there is a level of security needed still in what you do. And Dan, you're protecting people and their lives and their companies as right. well. Absolutely. So kind of jump in and talk about how um, you provide security for yourself, your, for the ones myself, you love, for, for your clients, for yeah, the I community. Know, yeah,
3: absolutely. No, I, I think yeah, just basic, uh, you know, we're helping uh, businesses, uh, employers uh, kind of mitigate risk. Keep up with the compl- the ever changing compliance piece of their employees, whether it's you know here in Georgia or across the country, uh, and you know certainly with, with the way that uh, the employee landscape is changing, with people work working remotely, uh, you're you have a lot more companies that are hiring employees in other states. So, and every state has different. Uh, regulatory and compliance pieces to it. I mean, New York's PTO policy is different than Nebraska's and, you know, keeping up with that really puts a strain on employers and their HR departments in some aspects. So, you know, we can we can take care of that for them so business owners can sleep easily at night uh, and they're not having to worry and stress about those kind of things and protect them and get, and really get ahead of it for them. So... Provide a feeling of
1: of relief.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Rick, talk about maybe like for a practical application for someone like Cameron who has valuable, you know, things on site, you know, like lumber, holy smokes, aka gold these days or other things, how your team would provide security on a construction level.
0: We do a lot of construction. It's primarily major construction. But the main thing is it's not so much the the theft itself that uh, really kills the construction person it's the time that's lost in having to replace it and you know insurance will a lot of times a lot of times cover the theft itself the loss but most of the time it doesn't cover the loss of time the delays that come up from having to do that so yeah. putting people in there to eliminate the theft itself or deter it is key because that way if you can just the way a crook will look at it is if you there's security on site on one site and there's not security on another site they will tend to want to go to the other site because why waste the time that may cost you getting in jail or end up just not being able to complete it and wasting all that time when you can go to a site that has absolutely no security and do whatever you want to do And then take Um, it
1: down to
0: your local pawn shop. Right. (laughs) Yeah, and where pawn shops do keep records, a lot of times there are so many records that you just can't find the stuff, and they usually hold it for a while before they pawn it. So it can get lost in the shovel. I know in Atlanta we have a pawn detail, and we have all the records that came in, and you could go through them by hand back then, but now they probably go through them by computer. Uh, but it's just a tedious process of going through and locating. But a lot of this stuff, you know, a lot of times it's the internal theft that you got to worry about. Absolutely. It's yeah. people that are on your job site that think, I can do this, nobody will know it. And they're in having the security too that's paying you got to be paying attention to what's going on.
4: Well, and yeah. to that point, uh, we don't have big commercial job sites like exactly. I think you were referring to. We do primarily residential construction.
0: But you have that uh, on residential, too, especially internal.
4: Absolutely, Well, absolutely. The, the physical security component, you know, we, of course, offer our customers lock boxes uh, if we need to access the home when they're not around. You know, a lot of people are leveraging the smart home technologies where they mm-hmm. can just buzz us in, you know, even if they're not there. Uh, but you brought up a good point, which is insider threat and, and also physical security of documents. You know, we yeah, have absolutely. our customer's name, information, um, you know, checks and things. So security is literally important to every business. And we try to emphasize that in imagination construction as well.
2: Is this why they uh, they hoist up the welders and nice things with the crane like halfway off the ground so that you can't get to it when the <laughs> the job site is
0: you closed? You notice that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That is why. But, you know, a lot of people, one of the big the big liabilities in the major construction is those cranes because you've got to keep somebody from climbing up one of those cranes. We had one several years ago that climbed up downtown and committed suicide. You're, you're, you're setting yourself for an instant suit. If somebody climbs up and they get hurt or they commit suicide, the ability for them to get to hurt themselves on a job site can set you up for as much liability as anything. Right. Yeah.
3: Yep.
1: Well, that's another good point. Let's talk about liability.
0: Well, um, you know, the the whole purpose of having security is to mitigate the liability. If you can eliminate the problems and the dangers or the people's access, you can't eliminate danger on a site. Job sites are just dangerous, period. Even in the house, you've got stuff going on. But if you can eliminate the access to that, the ability to get hurt, You've mitigated a lot of that, which helps. If you've got security, a lot of times it will help your insurance rate. Uh, Whereas if you don't have security and you have no coverage where people can get in and literally fall in a hole or climb a crane or, you know, just anything, cut themselves on a window trying to get in, uh, any of that stuff, you run your liability risks up, which runs your insurance up.
1: Uh, yeah. Same question to the rest of you fellas at the table, Cameron, Dan, okay. and Dimitri. How do you guys kind of protect yourself from liability situations uh, within your organization?
2: Yeah, we have uh, a lot of the stuff that we do mostly with our clients is contracts. So if it's a uh, client that is, you know, ongoing service, our contract basically says that we're not responsible for this, this, and this. So it kind of covers us in terms of, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff in our industry, you know, you can say, hey, I was down for an hour. That cost me a million dollar contract that I couldn't sign because I couldn't get it on my computer. You and there cannot would be, assume liability. Yeah, for exactly. That and, then, dollars, and then there's yeah. no way to prove that they didn't have that contract or they did. So we just say, hey, we're just not we're just not liable for it. You know, stuff happens, and that's just the way life goes. So right, right. yeah,
3: yeah. And I think you know, for us, it's it goes back to we're just really kind of that protection insurance policy with for business owners, um, and just. You know, keeping them ahead of the compliance piece, the regulation piece, and really, um, you know, doing those kind of things to help them not only run their business more efficiently, but enable them to do the things that they can do.
0: Well, being being out of compliance is as big a liability as anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because if you're out of compliance, whether it's construction industry, the security industry any industry if there are certain mandates and set up, and you have compliances and you're not in compliance and something goes wrong in that area quite frankly you're
3: screwed you're screwed you're fined you're yeah that's it's uh, i can get it can get back quickly
2: i I guess you 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 probably see this a lot but yeah like you mentioned with employees being out of state i guess you it it would be hard to stay in compliance because i'm assuming it's probably hard to stay in compliance with like your local your local town Right. Not to mention the state, but then you throw in another state into the mix, and it's probably a giant mess, right? For right. somebody who's in HR, yeah,
3: absolutely. And and that's that's one of the. If uh, we had our services team, they uh, come in monthly and kind of give us, you know, hot topics with our clients, or anything like that. And that's one of the things that is of top of mind right now is is redoing handbooks to take care of the multi-state employees, you know, this hybrid environment, uh, you know, how do we address this and how do we write policies around that and, and kind of stay ahead of those kind of things. So do, do you guys do handbooks too f-
2: for, uh, for, for companies? We do. Yes. Okay. Yeah,
3: we absolutely That's do I, that. that. So that's a huge help for business owners. You know, that can, again, it's
2: well, normally a lot of, yeah, it's normally a lot of like lawyer mumbo jumbo mm-hmm contractual stuff that, right. you know, an average person can't really just write. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Nobody has time to write SOPs guys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Karen, did you have anything to add to the liability or anything like that?
4: The guys pretty much covered it. I, I the only thing I would add, uh, and they've all mentioned, touch on it, it. Obviously there's a organizational formational aspect of it, you know, at the front end. And then it's just about having constant vigilance, constantly, um, checking in to make sure that you're abreast of new changes in your industry or, um uh, Uh, you know, local issues, um, federal issues, uh, etc. So there's a formulation uh, aspect to it to make sure you set up your company correctly. And then it's just about keeping up with the times and adapting your policies and procedures uh, so that you can minimize liability.
1: Absolutely. Well, guys, um, I could talk to you for probably an hour, but we're rounding about the 40 minute mark, I do have a couple more things that I want to add. And it'll kind of take a little bit of a personal turn if that's okay. I want to give us uh, uh, each of you a little bit of an opportunity to share some of your passions outside of the workplace. And maybe some things that you do to stay nimble and sound of mind so that you are your best self, not only for your community, your organization, but your families as well. And we'll start with... Cameron, Cameron
4: <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. So important. Uh, I'm glad you give us a, an opportunity to to highlight this because we live here in this coming community and uh, this greater North Georgia community. Uh, we've been very blessed to be an affluent community, have so many good organizations, so many opportunities to get involved. We, at our company, gets involved with volunteer opportunities here, First Baptist Church, um, St. Raphael, Nicholas, and Irene. We try to spend some time giving back to the community from a volunteer aspect. Um, There's so many good organizations. I think at the chamber event, met Family Promise, which is an outstanding organization giving back to uh, homeless families here in the coming area. Um, I also would like to highlight our excellent athletics in the area Uh, give a shout out to i promised i would promised my partner i would to lambert their lacrosse all the way up to the high school his his son is in the 10 year old i believe class and they are something like three straight champs uh they're going all over the southeast and just really dominating so excellent athletics get involved in lambert and south and west and all of the uh, directional uh named Uh, organizations here uh, athletic organizations because they really are top-notch what
1: do you personally do to kind of clear your head and get yourself into you a it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's an avid cyclist and also
0: those standard. arms didn't come from the cycling. Yeah, I
4: was going
3: to say those arms are not cycles. <laughs> I do, I
4: do, I do like the Greenway. I do like to get on the bike, but of course, I like to lift heavy things and, and put them back down again <laughs> as much as I can. I, I think it's a great way to reset your mind, build your body. Um, we talk about the whole man or woman concept, where it's not. You know, it's it's education, it's spirituality, it's um, physicality, mentality. My connection. Absolutely.
0: I consider that every once in a while. <laughs> get back oh, to Oh, don't you
1: just stay there, mister. We're going to get into your motorcycle days in just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, tell us what you like to do for fun or, uh, or something that you're enthusiastic about here um, in. The great county of
3: Forsyth. Forsyth County. Forsyth. Um, Derek
1: would kill me if I said. I know, right? Forsyth.
3: Yeah, there's a pronunciation uh-huh. along that. Um, I, I have uh, two teenage boys. Um, one is at West, uh, big into basketball, um, and uh, then I have my other son is a freshman. Well, he's finished up his freshman year at UNG. Nice. Um, so the Delanoa campus. Uh, actually, the coming campus. Very yeah. nice. So uh, they've so, grown so much. Uh, they really have. It's unbelievable, and they keep growing. Um, but uh, the school that is my boys do too. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we love going out and playing golf with them. That's it's a, that's a lot of fun. Uh, me personally, uh, golf, tennis. Uh, we have a great tennis community where I live, so that's fun to just uh, go out and play. Um, and then other, I'm as far as volunteering, I'm with the Lanier Forsyth Rotary, which is great as far as giving back to the community. I get involved in a lot of volunteer projects with them um, for kids. I've, I've you know volunteered. I for I, love her her kids. Kids. I adopted from them. They yeah, yeah, I have a Puerto Rican dog. And it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, absolutely. How do you know? Yeah, because he only speaks Spanish? No, well, we tried that. He actually doesn't, that yeah, was odd. We thought he like would. Like the dog came from Puerto he Rico? Literally, they flew 50, they rescued 50 dogs from Puerto Rico. And, uh, and mine is, well, his name is Kobe, which I have two basketball sons uh-huh. named after Kobe right. Bryant, of uh-huh. course. Uh, but yeah, like he literally, yeah, he's one and a half. He was one and a half when I got him and a uh, awesome dog, but oh, yeah, fur kids. Dog. Yeah. Fur
1: Kids is coming on the nonprofit segment. Yeah, shout next out month. to Fur Kids. Yeah.
3: They do a great, I mean, you know, Humane Society, of course, does too. I mean, that's but I was just, they're close to where I live, mm-hmm. and I stopped in, and bam, have a dog. Oh, so. love. I
1: saw them, what was the the 5K that we just did, the uh, one that was at Martin Marietta? Oh, yeah. What was it called? Uh, oh, yeah. Boulder Dash? No. Boulder Dash. It was Boulder oh, was Dash. was it Boulder? Oh, I think I so. I think that's the one in I, I have, have the t-shirt. Come on, we'll call it Boulder Dash. Yeah, Sorry. So, yeah. That is no, one of them. Wrong. Yeah, it is Boulder okay, Dash. Okay, Boulder Dash. I'm pretty sure it's what it is. They brought the dogs. They had oh, a booth wow. after and they had like seven of them. And I was like, oh, oh my God, Amanda, oh. no, don't take one home. No, don't take one home. <laughs> yeah. But yes, I might consider the fostering through yes, them because I am. Absolutely. They are always looking for, for foster mama. parents. Yeah, quadruped. Definitely. So yeah, cool. so
3: that gives you a quick I like Dan Smith Dan. background there.
1: And Mr. Rick Straughan.
0: Well, where do I start? Um, I do a lot with the radio show. I really enjoy that. Like I say, working with the nonprofits, giving them a place to get their voice out. We sponsor a lot of the golf tournaments.
1: Yeah, you do. Um, and he brings cigars, guys. Nice. Yeah, Not we uh, that I we smoke always cigars, set up a but table. brings cigars. Like
0: we we set up a, t- a table at uh, at the tea and uh, one of the things we do is uh, uh, cigars is one of my passions. So we bring cigars. We put our own company band around the cigars, and we give cigars away and. We light their cigars, cut them, and so forth. But um, you know, it, it's just something that you, you, when you stay involved like that. I mean, I was I came to Roswell back in 1967, and I've been in the Roswell area, and, and we used to play, you know, schools and for sides. Always used to go to the lake. Straight up I was 19 then. Now it's nine. Uh, but you know, it's just one of those things where it's a community that I've lived around really most of my life. I left for a little while, went out west and got married and came back and got divorced and still here. And of course, we won't talk about how many times I've been divorced. We're not going to go there, Amanda. But uh, a different show. But Tell I've been married it. more times than I've been divorced.
3: <laughs>
4: That's important. And
1: you <laughs> love Susan very much. Yeah, we've
0: been married 34 years. Got six grandkids awesome. and one great granddaughter. Wow, <gasps> <Congratulations>. awesome! <gasps> and I'm only 42 years old. And, and, and I, look <laughs> I started when I was six. Um, Tell the anyway. guys
1: about your renegade days whenever you used to ride motorcycles.
0: <laughs> uh, well. The latest was I was a motor cop for a couple of, for a while with Atlanta, uh, but I used to, I went took a trip the best vacation I ever had and that's no insult to anybody I've been on vacations with, but it was a buddy of mine and I back in seventy five took our motorcycles we had K nine hundred Kawasaki's and uh, fastest motorbike on the road at that time and uh, stock motorbike, but we went out west we did forty seven hundred miles in ten days wow. We went all the way out to the Grand Canyon, then up through Utah, and then back through Colorado and uh, Arkansas. And we just made a big loop all the way out. So that 4,700 miles in 10 days. Needless to say, my butt was tired. I was going to say, that's I tough grown, on the rump. Wow. I, okay. I, I stayed off of the seat for a while, but it was an awesome vacation. Uh, it was just really, it's one of the coolest things I've ever done. Highly
1: recommend. What about you, Dimitri? Well, I was going to ask you, Amanda.
2: Why don't you (gasps) tell us a little bit about what you do when you're not promoting this awesome show on Radio X. What do you (laughs) like to do for fun?
1: Well, anybody that knows me knows that I've been married to my career for a decade. So uh, I devote 90% of my energy to my enthusiastic company which is First Sight Business Radio X. Previous to that, Business Radio X as a whole. I'm very passionate about connecting people and this is a community of connectors. That's why I've invested in the brand. But outside of that, anybody that knows me knows I'm an Orange Theory enthusiast. And unfortunately, since I had this wacko accident about 20 days ago, I've not been able to work out, so I've been a cranky pants. But I would say I definitely enjoy walking to the lake, which is very near my house, entertaining small groups of people with charcuterie and white claws, and also working out.
2: Perfect. Yep, Yeah. Another working out thing. We've uh, talked about that before. That was definitely some of the things that you've uh, definitely super passionate about.
1: And you too. Tell our listeners about getting ducked. That's with the d guys ducked,
3: <laughs>
2: yeah uh so, so i was uh I had a business before where we were into um graphics and apparel, so I was into the jeep industry, so i uh got into the whole jeep buggies and all that stuff, so you know messing around in the garage has been one of my kind of one of my uh hobbies. Uh, He's being humble.
1: He totally outfitted his jeep with like a roll bar and like jacked it up twenty five <laughs> inches and oh, yeah. all <laughs> kinds of like stuff that he did himself.
3: I have to bring my my son. Getting ready to turn sixteen, he wants <gasps> the, uh, a truck that he wants to lift like five inches. Nice. In so yeah, yep, there you go. Let's go another. Better twenty five. <laughs> <that>.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you know just uh, you yeah, working out has been another fashion of mine. So that's something I've you know, done for a while. So just like Cameron, I you know, like to pick up heavy stuff.
3: <laughs> One thing
1: that Demetri and I share, that's why I've enlisted his assistance to uh, ride in the catbird seat with me here, is he is also a connector. So among launching the startup factory here in the near future on Business Radio X, he, along with a couple others, have also created a networking group off the beaten path. There's like no membership fees or anything. Right. You just have to have a super cool attitude yes. and like That's be able to give important. high fives and chest bumps. Yes, right. girls can give chest bumps. Yeah. There's well, no I, interference. I personally love them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I prefer those. Wait, you love high fives or chest bumps? <laughs> uh, and chest bumps.
1: Take it away, Dimitri, I don't want to yeah. steal your thunder. No, no, yeah, no pod. worries.
2: So it was uh, basically just an idea that uh, me and a buddy of mine who I met through the chamber, the Forsyth Chamber, we got together a couple times and we were like, hey, let's you know, let's invite some people over for some some beers. Some, you know, we always go out to network events. We meet people, and uh, we just invite them for for a couple of beers after hours. Cigars. Yeah, that's optional it's too. It's more yeah? of yeah. a sure. casual that's thing. Going exactly yeah, through yeah, so, so, my mind. So yes. super, yeah, so super casual, right? We're like, okay, well, this is fun. We did this like three or four times that we met. Uh, that's how
1: I met Ty. You invited me. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: that's right. It was me. It was me, Ty. And, uh, you, I think that was, that was, I think that was it. Mm -hmm. One of the, one of the events that we did. And, um, and so we're like, well, you know what, this thing is kind of catching on. We had some like six or seven people and, you know, Ty is over there trying to message everybody, trying to like figure out what time works best for everybody. And I was like, I just come up with, you know, why don't we just call this thing something? So, I, I was actually just laying at the at the pool with uh, my son, and uh, he was, you know, shout out jump- to Hudson. Yeah, shout out to Hudson. He was running around, and um, at the time, I was, you know, I was just like, "Oh, Bruise with Bros," that sounds like a cool name. So I looked at the the, the domain, and it was available somehow. So, Shocking. yeah, wow. so shy, right? <laughs> so,
1: wait a minute, and then <laughs> Bruise with Bros was born.
2: Yeah. <laughs> nice all right right. man has been waiting all day to use that yes, I, I had know. to <laughs> label my
1: clap button thank you dan share with our listeners because you've experienced uh the last bruise
3: i did bros what yeah. was what was it like that's was was great i'm experience? glad you. i was gonna shout out earlier on that but I'm like well maybe he doesn't want me to say anything <laughs> no. about that but uh, yeah they, they were they were nice enough to invite me uh last time it was at cherry street over yeah. in vickery right yeah. yep uh but yeah absolutely i i Thank you again, uh, because what I do and I think what we all do—it's so relationship-based and networking. Um, I'm thankful for
4: Amanda for certainly. I'm glad we met and me glad too. you invited me. But I gotta yeah, get in before the dues go up, so I may be signing. There's me. no yeah. dues. That's <laughs> that <best> part. <laughs> but it's also, great. you
1: buy your own brews, so like you can drink as much or as little as you want. Absolutely. and Like yeah, as yeah, so you can. It's, it's basically just a hangout out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it a, is. Hangout group, it's huh? a good but
3: vibe. Like it's good people and Boom. it's it's fun. You know, it's it's a good it's it's real like Mm -hmm. that's that's exactly it there's no there's There's no no agenda there's no yeah like you don't have to bring oh you got to bring five leads and you need to and and you
1: can like come in your gym clothes right and you can yeah if
2: if you want to talk about your business you can if you don't want to you don't like it's you know it's really whatever you want to do so that's what yeah and I will Kudos. say for
1: those of you um, out there who don't care for brews, like you can absolutely come and have a sweet tea too. Right, right, right. That's that's cool spot. Cool. Just so nobody comes at us from like a sexist angle, although it is titled and named dubbed "Brews with Bros." Bro chicks are absolutely welcome. Yes, I am the inaugural bro chick, bro chick. ladies are welcome yes yeah
2: no mm-hmm. definitely yeah that it doesn't doesn't even change the name because you're still having brews with bros
1: Yeah. all right guys before i round this uh, segment up i'm going to give you an opportunity to share how our listeners can get in touch with you should they want to reach out to you to either continue these chick-fil-a or brew conversations or in fact maybe become a client or utilize your services and we'll start with Mr. Marmolejo.
4: Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Dimitri. It was a pleasure being on the show. If anyone wants to reach us, and I know everybody has uh, a remodeling project or a friend who has talked about having a a remodel done, please reach out to us online, uh, imaginationconstructionllc.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Imagination Construction, as well as uh, via email at office at imaginationconstructionllc.com or just call me directly at 470-737-5535.
1: And Cameron's going to come do a shiplap project at my house. Although he has warned me that shiplap is like no longer like trending. It's, it's not trending c- on metadata. I like it though. <laughs> so it my, also. My,
0: c- my cigar lounge that I've got that is I built shiplap? Oh, is wow. shiplap. I'm coming nice. over your house. Shiplap
4: is still <laughs> cool. Everyone.
1: Why do I feel like you have like a a humidor man cave basement?
0: I have a humidor that was that we built when we ex- when we built out our extended our deck. I have two six foot by three foot by three foot humidors. Oh wow. Wow. Tall, nice. six foot by three foot by three uh-huh. foot. And uh I have my own cigar lounge that I stay in. Very nice. Cool.
1: We gotta nice introduce cool. you to Carter Patterson. He owns coming cigar right here on that. the corner. You'll yeah, pass it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yep. Very Dan share place. with our listeners how they can get in touch with you.
3: Uh call or text me, four seven zero seven, eight, six, three, one, eight, six. Uh, of course you can go to our website, uh, inspirity.com for, uh, more information on our solutions. Uh, and emails, dan.smith at com.
1: I do have to share, though, should you go online and you just happen to give a Google to the services, at some point reference that you did hear this message and that Dan was the person that uh, encouraged Definitely. you to reach out. Yes. Because yes. it's kind of like when you Google your nearest Marco's pizza. We absolutely <laughs> want to make sure that they know you drove that traffic yes. to the site. Right. And Mr. Strong?
0: Well, way we get business as a general rule is people are unhappy with their current security and we, we get referrals like crazy. But... Uh, if anybody wants to get a hold, it's Paradigm, P-A-R-A-D-I-G-M, Paradigm, Paradigm Security Services Incorporated, uh, paradigmsecurity.net, .net is yes, the that website. net gets me all the time. And um, 678 684 eight, six, eight, four, four is our office. Info at paradigmsecurity.net is a good email to get uh, any answer from anybody. And if you want to talk to me personally, my cell number is 404-617-5550. Oh, that was dangerous. And do go
1: online to businessradiox.com and type in case in point to the search bar there. That's and you true. can check out all of Mr. Strawn's five years worth of archived um, podcasts and episodes. Like I shared with you, we celebrated his hundredth episode not too long ago where we got to pie him in the face. Yes,
0: you did. It was so much <laughs> fun. Wow.
1: I made sure to get the whipped cream all the way up his nose.
0: Yeah, And, 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 and Mike, then he had Mike a meeting afterwards.
1: Farther. I felt so bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> no. But hold on. Let's do our favorite thing. At Paradigm And Security, remember, at Paradigm
0: Security Services, we cover more than, than just your assets. assets.
1: <laughs> and Dimitri, share with our listeners.
2: Yeah. So uh, the best way to probably contact me would be either uh, through our website. It's alphacis.com. You click on Get Started if uh, you're wanting to schedule a you know, discovery call. Or you can contact me on LinkedIn, Dimitri Tiplinski.
1: Fantastic. I want to thank all of our guests for joining us today. I am your host, Amanda Pierce, and I would love to connect with you on LinkedIn too. That is Amanda P-E-A-R-C-H. You guys can find these um, episodes 24-7 on businessradiox.com. Select the Forsight Studio. But furthermore, you can just find them on like iTunes or Spotify or Pandora, wherever you listen. Rick, where do you listen to your podcasts?
0: Any place that serves a podcast.
1: Dan, where Same do you Same thing, Oh, come on. You guys are killing me here. <laughs> Apple. Apple All right. Yeah, and Spotify. I know you're an Android. Yes, I yep. knew it. <laughs> hey, you guys, thanks for joining us today. And until next time, this has been Scythe Business Radio.